Doom, doom, doom. Attention, just kiss already shoppers. My name is Kara, and I like rom-coms. My name is Jaren, and I like the little line of dust that gets left behind when you're sweeping into a dustpan. But this just in, we both love the natural charm of being poor. And this is... Just kiss already. Have a just kiss day. Guess who's today's big loser? It's me. It's Jaren, because today we had a Kyoya episode. Oh my god. <laughs> like, the first words <laughs> of the episode, the first three, the Otori family. You had a pretty good run, though. Uh, you were going strong for it. It for was. A it's just enough to make me feel like there was hope, and that I was like, but, these writers are genius. But. No, no, Kyoya, Kyoya, we have to learn more about Kyoya. He's an important character. We gotta know. Actually, very important and very cool character, as yeah. we find out this time. Very interested in what I learned about Kyoya. Yeah, even though this is a loss for you, this is actually a really great episode. I, so. I, I looked over at you multiple times, and I was like, this is good. <laughs> this is This is good. a good one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good one. I like this episode a lot. Oh, yeah. So, um... The episode starts and we get like this, this, it's like the background for Kyoya, I guess. Yeah, it's we a bit like of a... We like hear his family talking about how he's trash to them. He has like, <laughs> he has like a waking dream of like a real life event. It's it's like for our benefit, but it's just he's remembering while sleeping yeah. about that time his dad was like, bro, you think I'm going to be impressed by my youngest? Yikes. That's an oof for me. This makes it even funnier thinking back to the newspaper episode where uh, the newspaper club owner was just kind of like, my snotty little brother is always getting in the way. Like, how did you think you were going to relate to Kyoya when Kyoya is in fact the younger brother? That was, that was so brilliant <laughs> foreshadowing of just being like, I've been passed over. And Kyoya being like, yeah, and I plan to make my two very successful older brothers uh, eat shit. So. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. We don't know for sure. Oh, yeah. All we know right now is that Kyoya wakes up in the mall. Yeah. You ever just, like, wake up and you're just in an unknown location? Never, thankfully. <laughs> you ever have those three seconds when you're awake? It's somebody like an unfamiliar place. Yeah. And you're like, this is not my bedroom. Do you ever have friends who friend nap you, but they don't, uh, they're not with you when you wake up? They just have left you. No. Unattended in a mall. Oh my God. When you put it like that, this is actually like a nightmare. Yeah. But good, good, luckily for Kyoya, he's not alone because he does run in to Haruhi. Yeah. Imagine that. Like the protagonist of the show just kind of bumps into our secondary character. Huh, that's so weird. Why would Haruhi be in this episode? That's so <laughs> why. Like, what's she even doing here? Oh, have we had an episode without Haruhi? No, she's the main character. That's, that's going to be my prediction for this episode. <laughs> next time no horror that was the joke is that she's the main character <laughs> of course she's gonna i know, feel like i won't spoil it maybe maybe she won't maybe in the next episode she won't okay yeah she's just gonna be gone bet that's fine bet <laughs> Luckily, he's not alone, though. He's with Haruhi. That's right. Very yes. good. Who is, like, you know, top ten people who you'd want to be lost in a mall with, for sure. Funny chance meeting. <laughs> Very funny. 
<laughs> she actually walks up to him uh-huh. and goes, whoa, hey, isn't this funny? <laughs> she goes, whoa, hey, Kyoya, is that this a- is a chance meeting. <laughs> isn't that funny? Is that a funny Kyoya I see? And then the bass riff. <laughs> boom, doom, 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 doom. <laughs> and then it just like says on the screen, chance meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I love the circumstance surrounding this episode, and it yeah. made me wonder, like, have you ever run into a friend somewhere mm. in public that you weren't planning on meeting up with, and then you're just like, I guess we're, we're, we're hanging out now? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. I feel like um, wh- there was one time I went with my mom to go see, it was when the movie Crazy Rich Asians came out, oh. and I told her, I was like, oh, there's an actor in it I really like, and she was like, oh, well, do you want to go, I think I was, like, home mm-hmm. visiting, because, yeah, I was in college by that time, so I was home visiting, she was like, do you want to go see it? I was like, sure, why not? We go there, I see my friend, Nicole, also there with her mom, <laughs> and we both see each other, and we're like, ah, yes, we're here for the same reason. Good. So we, like, sat together, and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> that's, that's really good but yeah it was good also crazy rich Asians was a good movie recommend oh. we're not sponsored but i just want to say that i liked it so everyone should watch it <laughs> i love your double mom date yeah like, that's so fun i was like oh i'm here with my mom and she was like i'm here with my mom <laughs> we were like this is so good and the bass started playing yeah. and we went, chance meeting very funny and then i walk in and i'm like i'm here with your dad <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how about you? Have you had any any good uh, base worthy chances? Yeah, 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 I've had some tasty licks. Uh, I was uh, I was at a protest like I think last summer, and I I've, I don't really run into people very often because I, I don't have like that big of a, a circle of acquaintances, mm. and I also I'm like who's gonna walk up to me in a crowd like uh. you know why? <laughs> but I have one of those voices that like carries apparently Mm -hmm. and i have my distinctive monotone can confirm the carry uh nature of jaren's voice yeah (laughs) so i was just talking to the people i came with like like yeah we're gonna like i've been here before we're gonna go around this way and so that's how i sound when i'm not recording the podcast (laughs) and then someone walks up to me and is like jaren like holding a sign (laughs) and it says jaren on (laughs) on the back it's like jaren question mark uh, and I was like, oh my god, hey Cheyenne, like I haven't seen you since February, yeah. like what's been going on? And we're like, you know. Just at this protest. Yeah, it was kind of like a meet cute, because we were like, oh my god, do you want to march together with me and my group? <laughs> like, let's, let's get a chance, let's see if we can get a chance start. Oh my god. <laughs> and then the bass started playing. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That's so good. I uh, love that. Yeah, I, I just love things like that. Like when, like unexpected things make my day so much brighter, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, wait, I also remember there was one time I was at Universal Studios in the, the Harry Potter, like oh. Diagon Alley area. And I was with some friends and we were like laughing, making jokes, Snapchatting our friends. And then we kind of like looked across the way and we were like, haha, kind of looks like Paul. No way, he's here at Universal Studios. <laughs> And then, and then we, he, we snap, I think, so I don't remember if he was like, hey, are you guys at Universal? And we snapped at it and we were like, no, we're in Tampa as we're wearing like full Harry yeah. Potter cosplay, <laughs> standing in line in Catagon Alley. And then we were like, hey, what's up? Because you saw us in the Butterbeer line. Yeah. This is, there was a lot of, it was very Harry Potter. <laughs> I just love the idea of like looking up from across the Great Hall and it's just like, do 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 We were like, there's no way. Like... Oh, uh, it's so good. And the bass started playing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Uh, anyway, Kira's 
actually kind of angry today because he's tired. Yeah. He says he stayed up until 5 a.m. I don't know what time they woke him up, but like, yeah. I get it. I would also be like, do not dress me and drag me to a shopping mall. This is the episode that takes Kyoya from like alien to relatable in yes. like that one scene of him being like, you guys woke me up. I went to bed at five. Yeah. I'm Please. here. I'm angry and I, I have no money. I'm so, yeah, that's right. He checks pocket, pocket tap and he's like, oh no, no wallet, no keys, no phone. Aww. Yeah, which it, it's such an interesting idea of having this character who's been so defined by their connections and their wealth mm-hmm. just be removed from those things. And it's like, well, what do you do? It's like, oh, you get your friend to buy you food. Exactly. Yeah. With the entrance of Haruhi, we now have kind of like a little impromptu Kyoya Haruhi hangout day. Yeah. They're checking out the mall. Kyoya has no money, so he's relying on Haruhi financially. <laughs> it's really fun. We love a little, like, fun Findom mommy for Haruhi. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. She's like, she's like, oh, come on, baby, let's get you some whack Donalds. Because every anime has to have a McDonald's knockoff that's a W. Yeah, that's of the, the only way that you can do it. There's no other way. It's whack Donalds. Yeah. <laughs> I love the way that like this episode. Everybody in this episode, first of all, very hot for Kyoya. Yeah. Like the person working, the two people who are like trying to get a seat. And they're yeah, like, I wrote down. Uh, so we know, like in the host club, Haruhi's the natural. Mm. Uh, Kyoya is the natural until he get angry. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's no longer the natural because then he just gets scary. <laughs> it's so great because he has this thing this episode where he's like, like, I don't have to I don't have to impress anyone here. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to be like, no, yeah, take the seat. Like, whatever. Can I get a number four meal with uh, no cheese? Mm-hmm. No pickles? No burger? <laughs> give me bread. <laughs> I don't care. I just don't care. Like, it's, it's really interesting because uh, Haruhi makes the comparison between, like, like him in the club being like, oh, yes, like blah, 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 buy yeah. our stuff. And him outside of it just being like, literally whatever. There's nothing to be gained by trying right now. <laughs> Haruki's like, this is so weird. I've never seen you like this. And he's like, okay, yeah, and I, can I eat my whack Donald I now? want my big whack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's great. He's also like, yeah, get, save the receipt. I'm going to make Tamaki pay uh, 10 yeah, times yeah, 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 what this yeah. is worth he back is to you. not a man of, of debts. Yeah. No, I owe you. You get me, I get you. He's like, don't worry. You will have exactly as much money as you spend. Maybe more because I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm angry, I apply interest. <laughs> so they're, they're going through this cute little mall together. Uh-huh. And they're talking for a while and... Haruhi brings up, like, oh, like, you know, tell me about yourself, you weird alien. She's like, hey, isn't it kind of unfair that you, like, are able to do background checks on me and know everybody in Mm -hmm. my life and everything about me, but I don't even know, like, that you had brothers until just now? Literally. (laughs) Isn't that kind of weird? (laughs) You ever get so rich and privileged that you, somebody brings up the concept of fairness and you're like, excuse me? You're like, what? I'm not familiar. I'm sorry. <laughs> why, why should you be able to do the things that I can do to you? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. He just has this, this little cute moment where he's like, that is an interesting perspective. Yeah, I, I wrote down the line that they're saying the whole time, which is, uh, uh, oh, where it is. That's an intriguing notion in its own way. Interesting. <laughs> intriguing. Intriguing notion in its own way. In its own way. Because Haruhi brings up the fairness and is like, that's an intriguing notion in its own way. And then later things happen and Haruhi kind of hits him back with, oh, that's an intriguing notion mm. in its own way. And then uh, Kyoya also ends the episode by being like, huh, 
has an intriguing notion in its own way. And then the bass goes, bam, bam, bam. It's really good because, like, we first of all, watching characters come up with inside jokes is crack. Yeah, oh yeah, I love will it. snort it off of a table we all day. We love to see it. But we also, like, called Kyoya's family dynamic a couple episodes ago with yeah, the newspaper guy. that's right. Because we were like, oh, like, this newspaper guy is so salty about being passed over. Like, maybe Kyoya has no sympathy because he's in a similar situation. Mm. Turns out, Kyoya's like, you and I are so different because I see this as a challenge. And yeah. You see this as, like, you being slighted by yeah. what you deserve. Like, you don't even know what your little brother feels about this. Yeah. You know? And Haruhi, like, all credit to her is, like, Oh, you know, like that must be kind of stressful. Like you're working so hard and like it's it's like you have to work even harder just to impress your dad. Like mm. what your brothers did before you is setting the bar higher and higher. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, it's cool that you think that way. But like for me, I've always been like, wow, hard mode. Like, <laughs> love to play on hard mode. I'm love not a casual. Hard mode. Oh, well. <laughs> And then we get, like, our fun Pottery Barn scene. Yeah, they go to Pottery Barn. They leave the mall and go to Pottery Barn. <laughs> and there's a man standing outside being like, Hi, I work for Pottery Barn yeah. and I'm selling pottery. Kyoya's like, I need candles. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, oh, we only sell pottery here. Because as the knockoff of Pottery Barn, instead of changing the name of the shop, we change the intention, which is just to sell pottery. The, the Pottery Barn in this episode sells Harry Potter merchandise. And it's, it's all ceramics. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so the salesman is like, hey, lady. Oh, nice old lady with a yeah. lot of money, maybe. Who is here? Rich-looking lady. Rich-looking lady. Rich-looking lady. Buy my knockoff merchandise. It's real, I swear. Please don't look at it too closely. <laughs> I knew a guy who knew a guy who got these from a truck. <laughs> They're real expensive. You should spend all your money. And she's like, oh, how lovely. I will. And kill you from across the mall. Like, puts his finger up and takes... He's Because he's so tall, he takes, like, three steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah, over and he's like yeah uh actually these are knockoff yeah he's things. like <clears throat> pardon me uh you are lying <laughs> <laughs> did you know that you are full of shit <laughs> and the guy's like what no literally he like threatens kill he's like i'm gonna call the police on you for slandering me and then kill like i've already called them and they're escorting you out of the, the show now goodbye whoops got him take your complimentary fruits basket for being in the voice cast of oran high school Host Club. <laughs> and har he's like hey what, that was nice what did you have to gain from that and he's like, oh, didn't you see the ring mm -hmm. on her finger that I absolutely definitely saw and noticed? Which yeah. is how I knew that she was uh, someone who I should be helping because she knows my family. He has this, you? this whole, like, Machiavellian thing this episode uh -huh. where he's like, yes, I literally won't move one of my fingers if it advances my goals. Yeah. Like, everything he does has to have merit for him. Strong realism perspective. People act for their own self-interest and like, that's it, baby. Yeah. Like I, I used to, uh, I skirted around this idea philosophically for a while. Being mm -hmm. like, the one thing you can really count on is people to behave selfishly, uh -huh. which is a fucking awful way to live. You know. Like, so I, I really love that we have this Haruhi perspective of like, uh, doubt. Like mm -hmm. you talk all this game about being like Mr. Savvy selfish, but yeah. I think that maybe you get a little bit of a Haruhi takes Kyoya's glasses off and then puts them on herself and pushes them up and goes, actually, from the angle and the perspective yeah. that we were standing, there was a flag at directly 45 degrees. There is no yeah. way you could have seen the ring. And then she, like, takes them off and gives them back. And then she goes, it's an intriguing notion. Yeah. And it's 
the only thing that would have made it better if Kyoyo was like, actually, I'm I'm about three foot taller than you, <laughs> so I could see clear I could over see the. Over the... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's fun and good for you for doing the jump, but like in yeah. this one instance. Uh, Haruhi makes a really good point because she kind of brings up how Tamaki has acted throughout the whole series, mm-hmm. where she's like, well, you know, if you think about it, like. When he helps people, he is gaining something. It yeah. might not be money or status or reputation, but, you know, he's not doing it for no reason. He's doing it because he wants to. It makes him happy. And isn't that kind of gaining something? Doesn't that kind of make you and Tamaki very similar? Kyo-yo? Yeah. Huh? Maybe you and Tamaki? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, kind of like really similar? Maybe like our light boy <laughs> and our dark boy. Like maybe mommy and daddy. <laughs> Maybe more similar than they like to think. Mm-hmm. And then Kyoya smiles a little because he loves Tamaki. And he goes, that's an intriguing notion in its own way. <laughs> yeah, it was very cool because Kyoya gets like this big flashback of like times that he's like, he's literally sitting at like a kotatsu table with yeah. Tamaki during one of them. Mm-hmm. He's like, we should start a club. Yeah. And it was like, oh, like Kyoya talks almost like only if it benefits me, but like it, the vibe that I got was that he uh-huh. 100% is doing this host club because, like, he enjoys hanging out with Tamaki. Mm. He enjoys Plans. doing it. So it's, it's like, he has to, fe- he feels like he has to pretend to be getting mm-hmm. something concrete and financial out of mm-hmm. it. There's even a really weird kind of part where he insinuates that, like, oh, there's so much you don't know about, like, how the host club's members benefit each other. Yeah, he talks about how he's like, don't you get it? Like, all of us. He's like, you. he doesn't say don't you get it. He goes, you wouldn't get it. Yeah. Uh, all of us are rich, and, you know, we're all truly doing this for our own benefit. Our mm-hmm. families benefit each other. But I think he kind of messed up there a little bit because he goes, oh, we're all doing this for our own benefit. And I feel like just by thinking about how hard he framed Tamaki earlier, it's like, well, yeah, maybe. And maybe everyone's benefit is, you know, that they have fun hanging out with their friends. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it also brings up a really interesting point because when I was thinking about it, I was like, I wasn't thinking of Haruhi as a member of the host club. Mm. But now that she is, it's like. Okay, well, you're not necessarily getting any of these family ties or whatever. Yeah. Like you're working off your debt, mm-hmm. sure. But it's been a few episodes since we even mentioned that. So what's what's your game, Kyoya? What's your game, Kyoya? Speaking of the debt, I wanted to bring this up because uh-huh. I want to know if this happened for you too. The boy when he's running at the very beginning before he bumps into Kyoya. Yeah. He has a little arrow on him. Yeah, they're pointing at him. They're like, hey. Pay attention. (laughs) Repeatedly cutting back to like different shots and this boy still has the arrow on him. And I go, hey, they did something like that for episode one. Mm -hmm. And then in my mind, the thought appears, oh no, that boy's going to run into Kyoya and shatter. (laughs) And then Kyoya's going to owe them all a lot of money. (laughs) Oh God. Oh, man. We're looking for a lost kid. He's been spread across parts of aisles three, two, and one. Three, two, and one. Meanwhile, Uh the other five-sevenths of the cast is on the roof where they said they would be when they dropped off Kyoya's unconscious body. And they're they're having like the time of their lives. There's a dog there now. (laughs) Renge's here as well. She emerges and like... I hate how clever this show is sometimes because uh-huh. the idea of her rotating platform oh, yeah, being incorporated into a stage show, I'm like, this is the one place. This is the one place where it actually it totally makes, makes sense. sense. <laughs> <laughs> and she's doing like this fun little like mall idol thing, and then like the, the scary ass ogre kidnaps her, and she summons the Oren Power Host Rangers. Of course, yeah. Which I we get criminally little of in this episode. <laughs> 
literally we get one second of one person trying to say like i am aura and power host ranger black and then that jars everyone's memory of like oh where's kanya hey wait are we hold on are we missing our mommy hey hold on yeah there's they've probably had their whole own b plot adventure (laughs) we just see them at the end just a very good day Mm -hmm. i actually like this um the inclusion of this scene a lot because it's not in the original manga but there's a couple of really good things that they do in this because a this whole scene isn't in the manga the whole chapter is just like haruhi and kyoya's day oh but also um when renge appears i think it's one of the twins that makes a comment that's like man she's just everywhere isn't she and another interesting thing about the manga is that renge is not as present as she is in the anime yeah there are a lot of like episodes and scenes and storylines where she wasn't originally in like the shiro one is a great example she's not originally in that to show up and give him a character archetype and so they have, I, I think just because, like, Renge's a good, fun character, they probably were like, yeah, we could incorporate her. She's not in a lot of, as much yeah. as she is. I mean, she's still a recurring character, but not nearly as present as the anime kind of makes her. So it was kind of like a fun little nod to that. <laughs> and then also Tamaki meets a dog at the pet shop that he says he's going to adopt. Yeah. And that's another in the manga, he's had this dog, Antoinette. Oh my god. And so it was like, oh, Antoinette gets to be in it. So it was really cute to see her with her big bow. It's so cute. <laughs> so yeah, this was a good, uh, for those who've read the manga, this scene is like a nice fun Easter egg. <laughs> it's such like big fan favorite energy yeah. to be like, I got additional scenes. <laughs> <laughs> so the crew realizing that they've lost mommy decides, okay, we know what we have to do. We know what we have to do. And they go down to the information desk and they put in a missing child report. Yeah, we cut back to Kyoya and Haruhi and we just hear this announcement of a missing child. And they're like, his name is Kyoya Otori <laughs> and he is six feet tall and really hot. And super and strong. His <laughs> yeah. They just start singing the song. Yeah. Uh. And you just see Kyoya's uh, anger just steaming off of him. And he's like, I'm going to kill them. Yeah. It's the end of time for them. It's so cool how we have this character who's, like, shown to be, like, at the best of times, kind of, like, flat emotionally. Mm. But, like, privately, when he doesn't feel like there's any merit to acting uh, a certain way. He's like, no, I feel my feels, and I feel angry. And I feel angry. I am comfortable with the angry feeling that I am having. I think the best part is that he shows up, and, like, they it, they don't even seem... Maybe the twins probably know, but they don't say anything. Like, Tamaki doesn't seem like he knew that this was kind of, like, a funny <laughs> joke. Like, he's just like, oh, thank God, you're here. Like, he genuinely went up to the counter and was like, I need to find my friend. And they were like, oh, like a child? Okay. <laughs> Your guardian Swo is here. <laughs> He's like, hello, my name is Tamaki. I refer to myself as Papa all the time. <laughs> and I need to find someone. Oh, and then we we finally get the moment where it's like, oh, all of our cast is together. I wonder what wacky hijinks are going to happen now. And Haruhi goes, I'm actually just leaving. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, Haruhi's here? And she's like, I, I, I'm so tired. I've had a day. Mm. I need to go home. I am exhausted. Here is the receipt. <laughs> Please. Please reimburse. Oh, man. And before she, like, turns and exits, she has one more moment with Kyoyu where mm-hmm. she reveals that, like, yeah, like, there's no way you could have seen that ring. Yeah. So it's weird because you're pretending to be somebody who cares very much about what other people think. Yeah. Because that's what people expect of you, mm-hmm. I guess. So I, I love these these times when it's, like, a character's expectation of what they should be 
clashes with what we observe mm-hmm. especially in, like in terms of this character who Kyoryu has had the roughest start i will say yeah just in, like i made the joke like yeah i don't think he's ever gonna get focused because he's <laughs> kind of just like facilitating the the extra extra stuff mm. of like oh my private military and oh my recording device inside of a medicine box i think um if you were to go back and watch the rest of the series there would be a lot to be learned about just there are a lot of shots where like someone says something and there's just kind of like a quick show of Kyoya and before you know all of this about him Ooh. you're just kind of like okay Kyoya's here but now it might you know it's yeah. like the whole newspaper episode I was in my head being like there's so much good Kyoya stuff here oh. but you don't know it because you don't know <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch yeah there's 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 a lot of good just like shots of Kyoya where they're kind of I feel like now you might be like oh maybe that's why they showed him oh yeah mm-hmm. but yeah he's he's definitely i like Kyoya a lot i think he's a really interesting character um i'm kind of glad the way that they decided to incorporate him into the anime this way where we don't find out more about him until later mm. you know it's just real interesting it feels real right that like he's revealed very slowly mm-hmm. so i feel like we've been getting stuff with the twins and tamaki for a while mm-hmm. the, the the baseline for what we have for honey so far is like sweet but maybe not as unassuming as you'd think mm-hmm. and then mori we have like strong silent type or like maybe actually kind of shy mm-hmm. like maybe, maybe, maybe a little dependent on his squeaky friend maybe who knows we, we need to find more mm-hmm. and then everyone turns to the camera and together they say that's an intriguing notion in its own way and the bass plays boom, boom, and boom, someone boom, says boom. that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> and then the laugh track like they they freeze frame and the credits just start rolling really fast up the screen Ah, oh, so good. Oh, God. So, yeah, we, this is our Kyoya episode. Kyoya. Yeah. yeah. How are you thinking about Kyoya now? Got any, got any Kyoya feelings you want to air? Uh, yeah. I had a moment about, like, 10, 12, 15 minutes into this episode mm-hmm. where Kyoya and Haruhi have met up and they've had lunch. And the attitude towards Kyoya that Haruhi is having where it's like, oh, you're you're different at this thing then I see you are being now. Like, mm-hmm. you in your natural state is not what I expected. Mm-hmm. And I had this moment where I was like, fuck, I'm Kyoya. <laughs> because I, I do the stage managing stuff and I take that so seriously mm-hmm. that, like, people who I've gotten to know better outside of it are like, I had no idea you were the kind of idiot who rolls around on the floor doing improv or, like, mm-hmm. just says literally whatever pops into your head and curses all yeah. the time. And I was like... Oh, is this what it's like to, like, kind of, like, realize, like, oh, you know. Yeah. This person has, like, a professional context and, like, a casual context to them. Well, I feel like we, I think today, I think we actually talked about this on the podcast before. There's a lot of, like, weird um, ideas about what being real is, what being fake is, Mm. and that, like, the genuine, there's this idea that a genuine person is the same all the time, but that's Mm. not true at all for anybody. You are different around different people. That's just the way of the world. Like, I'm very different with my parents and my family than I am with my friends. Mm. It's not because I'm trying to hide anything. It's just because I act, talk, am different around different people. And, like, I think, you know, work versus friends, that's, that's another different dynamic of course you're going to be different in your workspace than you are around your friends because you have different goals different things there's a whole different atmosphere like it makes a lot of sense i don't i don't think it's it's as 
strange or fake as people try and make it out to be. Yeah, I, I, the word you've used for this before that I love is multifaceted. Yes, exactly. That's my my favorite buzzword. <laughs> <laughs> and I I was I was having this like moment of sonder where I was like, yeah, you know, I I should be aware of the contexts mm. that I meet people in mm-hmm. and like how like what i'm seeing is not what they are yeah there's a mantra that i've been going with a lot lately that's like you are not your body or your mind and i was like this reminded me a little bit of that of being Mm -hmm. like you're not your physical feelings or whatever and you're not yeah you're not whatever you're thinking at any given time though i will say i disagree a little with Mm. what you said i disagree with um what i'm seeing is not who they are it is who they are. It's just not all of who they are. Mm. What you're seeing of them isn't some fake presentation, something that's not them truly at their core. Like, you being serious at work isn't a face that you put on. It's something you're serious about your work, you're passionate about it, and so you take it seriously in that way. That doesn't mean that, because you're also fun and silly sometimes, doesn't mean that that's also not you. You're right. Yeah. I think the the, the weirdness that I'm having around that feeling mm. is if you've ever felt like, and I, I, I'm sure you have, <laughs> because of the context that we've presented ourselves in. Yeah. And then you meet people who are like, oh, you're not what I expected. Oh, and, absolutely. How many people tell me they're like, how are you so happy all the time? And I'm mm. like, haha. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's so, I, I used to feel like there was, uh... I would prefer for people to meet me being serious first and discover that I'm goofy versus I would hate mm. to be presenting goofy and then for people to be like, oh, like you're more serious than mm. I thought. But really, two things are true at the same time mm-hmm. and I am both of those people simultaneously. Yeah. So like, why should that matter? Why shouldn't people be able to be pleased mm-hmm. to know that I have a serious side as much as they are to be pleased to know that I am hysterically funny? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so funny. Oh, here's my own horn. Do you mind if I... Yeah, I think I think that's a, a good point to make about Kyoya though, because it, sometimes it does feel like it's framed as though he's lying, like oh he's acting this way for his gain. But it's like that's just another like just because he's being nice to people because he's like oh this is a good connection, good for business, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that he's like actually incapable of doing it genuinely or anything like that. Yeah, and I I feel like that was a lot of the point of the episode was Haruhi seeing how he presents himself and noticing the contradictions in what he's doing versus what he's saying mm-hmm. and then calling him out on being like like why are you why do you feel like you have to pretend to be this yeah. disingenuous person uh-huh. and to call myself out like i use the word machiavellian which like that that specifically refers to the appearance of doing something nice versus doing something nice for its own sake mm. and i was like you know shame on me because <laughs> did i not watch the episode <laughs> Darren has been lying this whole time. He actually only reads Wikipedia summaries. Oh, gross. <laughs> comes on here. Welcome to Liquid Just Kiss already. <laughs> we'll knock this out in 15 minutes. I've got it open in the other tab. Oh, it's so good. And we don't watch it together, so I would never know. Oh, that's a sad thought. <laughs> good thing it's not true. Right, <laughs> Um... So we also actually learn a lot about Tamaki and Kyoya and Mm. their relationship in this episode. So that's kind of a a fun perspective to put it on. I feel like as far as the host club goes, Tamaki at the end of the day is the center. Mm. And so there is going to be a lot to learn about Tamaki specifically and his dynamic with the other characters. 
But Kyoya and Tamaki from the beginning, because they're the same age, they're in the same grade, same class, it's kind of been framed that, like, you know, all of the host boys kind of have, like, a pairing. Like, mm-hmm. the twins, Honey and Mori, and then Kyoya and Tamaki, but they're the one that we know the least about. Yeah. So it was really fun to finally get that, like, I just, I love that they showed us all the flashes of, like, you know, yeah. old Tamaki talking to Kyoya, sitting on, sitting in the table. <laughs> it, it's so interesting because... Like, I think I even mentioned maybe last episode of the episode before being like, yeah, you know, we have Honey Mori and the twins and then it feels like Tamaki and then Kyoya maybe are like their mommy daddy. Sure. But, <laughs> but like, yeah, this is this is the, the moment where we kind of see what well, we see explicitly rather than just implied. Yeah. Like there's this interesting dynamic between them. And if I can project a little bit and make, oh. make guesses. Oh, please go ahead. Uh, I feel like. Kyoya's attitude towards it is he he's emulative of Tamaki and mm. he sees like the genuine unmotivated acts of kindness and he's like aspiring to that and so he discounts mm. himself as being dissimilar from Tamaki uh whereas Hari throughout the episode is like you know you've said something that he would just say or mm-hmm. like you're both doing things just to help people like you didn't see that ring beforehand yeah like, why are you acting like this mm-hmm. why are you playing into this idea that you are dissimilar if that's not what you want. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I will say, because we're we're getting closer to the end of the series, I think it's 24 episodes total, and this is 17. Oh, wow. I'm trying to, I my, I'll be honest, my memory's a little fuzzy. I don't remember what's only in the manga and what actually gets talked about in the oh. anime. So I won't see anything for now, just in case. But I, I think that our, our final summary of this series will be kind of interesting because things that I think are interesting aspects of the story that are only present in the manga, I'll be excited to talk about them then. Oh, God, I can't wait. But yeah, I love that. I I, mm, I like I like that. I like this image of Kyoya that you've built up. I like <laughs> it. I'm a fan. I, I don't know if that makes me a good viewer of content or a bad viewer, where I will literally see an inch and then draw a mile. <laughs> I mean, you know, how you view content is all up to you. It's fun. <laughs> I'm a big fan fiction generator. Yeah, they would love you in the fan fiction. <laughs> the Oron fan fiction community is like, come here, Jerry. I feel, Please. I, <laughs> I was going to say, I do feel like this episode is like the starting point for a lot of like Kyoya Tamaki based fan yeah. fiction. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. If it wasn't that uh, scene from the, the physical uh, exam episode where they're just shirtless looking at each other being like, I'm going to be taller than you Bros. this year. Yeah. You know, that, I feel like this really solidified it. <laughs> you know what? We've been known. We've been n- new. we've been new yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right and then i think um also this is an interesting episode because it's about kyoya and haruhi as well so this is kind of a Mm. dynamic that we've seen i think the least of out of everybody yeah and when we have seen it we've been kind of like disturbed by uh kyoya in episode eight the beach episode ah yes that's right the one that we have is very bad yeah (laughs) And it was, it's, it, it, this it feels like a continuation of Haruhi's viewpoint from that, which is like, Kyoya's self-presentation is not what I believe to be accurate. Mm. Because he poses himself as a threat in episode yeah. eight, and she's like disregarding it, being like, you're funny, like, why are you doing this? Yeah, she's like, I know that this isn't, like, come on, what do like, you have to gain from this? Literally looks him dead ass in the eyes and goes, this is a bit. Like... <laughs> 
why are you doing this bit? She was thinking in her head, that's an interesting notion in its own way, but she didn't say it out loud. Yeah, you could see it in her eyes. <laughs> yeah. It was actually, they cut from Haruhi to Haruhi, and that's yeah, exactly. when that happens. Exactly, exactly. But, and then this is the same thing of being like, you are, you are telling me this is true, and I mm. am seeing that it is not. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love that Kyoya's character is a lot about how he presents himself, especially relating to, like, his family yeah. and, like, the need slash drive for beyond 100%, beyond mm-hmm. being perfect because you need... It doesn't... I, we don't even know if he wants to, like, be the family head. Yeah. He just says that he sees it as an interesting game. Yeah. Which is another thing I love about characters like this where it's like, I'm so detached. For, mm-hmm. Not detached. I'm so above mm. or... Uh, so capable maybe that i'm like this is a game yeah mm-hmm. mm, all right all right of course this is a romance story so what what if it what what would you do if it was if, if it was endgame haruhi kyoya because this is probably the first time they've just like been alone together that wasn't like the weird episode eight mm. so like did you get did you get any of that vibe from it or are you thinking nah it's more of a Nah. I I got vibes from Kyoya toward Haruhi, but not uh-huh. reciprocated. Okay. I, I like. So you think he might maybe yeah. maybe be like a? Mm? I feel like, and I can't really get into this without talking about myself a little bit. So <laughs> brace for impact. I mean, this is a podcast. It's like, <laughs> we talked about how <laughs> I flirt last time. So the the thing is. I feel like there are moments where people go from, like, considering someone as a romantic interest, or not considering, to considering. Okay. And for me, those are very clearly moments where, like, somebody makes me laugh so hard that my stomach hurts. Mm. Like, the first time that happens, it's like, oh my god, like, you know, I never saw this person this way before, but, Mm -hmm. like, they're very funny. And that's very important to me, as I found out, for romantic attraction. Uh And it feels like by being perceptive Mm -hmm. and by being able to just be, like, telling it as it is... Haruhi shows up on Kyoya's radar by being like, "You're full of shit, actually." <laughs> he's like, no he's like, literally, he's like, literally, I am the authority in the host club. I am the shadow president. Yeah. And to be like found out or to uh-huh. like to be like, oh no, like there's no way. Like she Sherlock Holmes him. Even. Yeah. And it feels like he has that moment where he's like, that is an interesting perspective. Huh. And it's like, oh, it, it seems like now you're interested. Okay. Even though at the end of episode eight, he was like, you think that like you're not uh-huh. attractive or you think that I'm not interested in you. This feels like the, the first, like the catalyst for that feeling, even though we're Ooh, getting it okay. nine episodes later. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, with Kyoya's, uh, just gotta, just gotta, you know, everyone's got their own burn speed. Everyone's got their <laughs> Ooh, own. Set burn speed to slow. Tamaki is a big fan of the quick burn. He does not like a slow burn. Mm-hmm. He immediately was like, I've decided. <laughs> the self-immolation. <laughs> I am going to imagine us happily married. Oh. <laughs> good for him also me <laughs> but yeah th- th- this, I, I'm struggling to find moments where it's like Haruhi mm. does or says something that conveys interest like it, she has great big friend energy and yeah. like very interested in the lives of other people but even when the girls are fawning over him she's like Jesus like, <laughs> can't take this guy anywhere and oh she pulls on her God. bow tie and it spins yeah, yeah. Mm. alright alright so let's go. Let's go through some of the. What tropes did we see this episode? We've got, um, uh, I guess, like chance meeting. Like, whoa, you were here too. Yeah. So crazy. Which okay. I love. And I was like, this this feels like a trope, but is it fair to call it a trope when you're like, otherwise, no episode happens. Yeah. 
know. I mean, like, they could have easily... She could have been dragged along with them. Mm. They could have, like... They do uh, make a point to be like, Haruhi not in this episode. <laughs> Psych! Psych! <laughs> there she is! Yeah. Um, and then we have the, like, I, I have no wallet, no phone, no keys, so mm. I have to rely on somebody else. Yeah. That's a thing. I do love that as a motivation for a character just having to hang out against the world. <laughs> Uh, and then we also have our, our nice little, like, shady salesman moments. That was yeah. fun. A nice little, like, saves the day. This, this feels like such a... It's, it reminded me of the flower vase where it's like, this is a plot device that reoccurs frequently to demonstrate something about yes. the characters involved. Exactly. And then we get the double reverse reveal with yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where is like... She's like, oh, you did that out of the kindness of your heart. And he's like, psych, uh, she's a business partner of my family. And, and Haruhi goes, psych, I saw you yeah. not see the ring. <laughs> They're doing that thing where they put their hands on the pole. Yeah, and Haruhi's hand goes on top. Uh, uh, and he's like, I've been bested. <laughs> uh, I also wrote down, we couldn't be more different. Yeah. And then Dash, actually very similar. Yeah, two characters who think they're like, uh, or at least one character who thinks they're like, I'm nothing like them. But yeah. You totally are. They're very similar, <laughs> as it turns out. Tamaki and Kyoya. I like that one a lot, and I also like the, um, I hate you because I want to be you, but then you both hate each other because you both want to be Aww. the other person. That's also, that's a cute uh, yeah. other spin to it. I wish I had your life. I yeah. wish I had yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh, man. All right. So uh, you kind of mentioned earlier maybe <laughs> an aspect of your prediction, but do you want to um, re-summarize so that we can keep with the, oh, yeah, 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 the yeah, you know, yeah. just like the, the structure that we have I'm for I'm calling episode. it right now. Episode 18, No Haruhi. Wow. Calling it No Girls Allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, you know, an episode know, that's, without it. I'll go bigger. Uh-huh. No Haruhi, no Renge, no female character. It's going to no be boys' women. night. It's boys' night. Yeah. <laughs> this is the episode that does not pass the Bechtel test. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I don't think this episode passes the Bechtel test either. Uh, Two female cool. characters yeah, who have a conversation what? that is not about a man. No, yeah, no, you're right. That didn't happen. You're right. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> I should have predicted that last episode. Damn. All uh, right. All right. All right. Well, uh, I think that's that's all we have for y'all then. No girls allowed. Episode eighteen. <laughs> Um, episode 18, No Girls to Be Seen. Ooh. Ooh remember when we used to do that all the time? Yeah. Coffee I just thought, I was like, episode 18, you're the dancing queen, except you're not, because no girls allowed. Because no girls allowed. <laughs> all right, thank you guys so much for listening. We will catch you in the next episode. But for now, have a good week. Uh, we'll see you, see you later. Yeah, see you later. Bye. Bye.